I started it. I know that you oh, started okay. it. That's why I started my timer over here. Uh-huh. So, anyway. Good, hi, good everyone. Evening. It's Joshua. And Jacob. And we're back. Because wow. 2022 I is the year of the projects. projects. Anyway, so... Not the low-income housing. Not the low-income housing. We realize this as we... Oh, I realized that a long time ago. But I was like, if we don't mention it, maybe people won't notice. Nope. Anyway. No, no, no. I'm um, going to say honesty is the best policy here. Okay. So, uh, anyway, I feel like we should address the elephant in the room, first of all. Where? Behind you. Bad joke. It's like, there's just a freaking elephant right here. I don't think... I don't think an no, elephant would fit in no, the garage. No way. Unless it maybe an oh wow, it just got I forgot that that was running. Yeah. Um it just got a lot quieter in my head. Uh, sorry. <laughs> that threw me off. Unless you it was stopped like thinking. Unless it was like a <laughs> like, I think the Asian the Asian elephants are the smaller ones, right? I don't than the African remember. ones. I don't know. I just <clears> know I elephants they, are large. I want to say the Asian ones only get to like they're like a good like 4 feet short. You could put a baby something. elephant in here. Mm, yeah, easily, I would say. Anyway. Have you ever seen the movie Operation Dumbo or whatever? Is it Operation Dumbo? What's the... You would know. Operation Dumbo? Is that what the movie's called? Operation Dumbo Drop. Dumbo Drop. That's what it's called. Dumbo Drop. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. Anyway, back to the whole point of this. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should address the elephant in the room, which is um, we didn't release an episode last week. Um, I literally talked to Justin in the car about it today. Yeah. Um, so 2022 is the year of the project, which is one of the reasons that we, and I, I think we, if you've seen our, Hey, welcome to 2022. Here's all of our projects and everything video. I think we did mention that from time to time, we will be taking a break, a break from the podcast. And, um, as much as I would love to be able to be like next week, we're going on break. It's going to be more of a spur of the moment kind of like last week it came down to it and we ended up working on a project instead of the podcast um during the podcast recording time so that is why we didn't have an episode african elephants are bigger by the way yeah that was right makes sense um or uh, anyway it does make sense if you think about it so the point is, we didn't release an episode last week, uh, and we didn't give any heads up, so sometimes there just won't be an episode. Yeah. Um, if an episode does not come out on Sunday, there's no episode coming out, because I won't release, I don't release an episode on Monday. I'm really good about, if there's going to be an episode, it will be on Sunday. So, just know, if there's not an episode, it's for a very good reason, and something is coming out soon or we're working on something that's really important so um speaking of which the first of three recap videos is now out on the youtube channel hey yo as of the day we're recording this by the time that this actually airs there will be two Uh oh um because i am currently preparing the second one so nice gonna be good there are so many types of elephants dude yeah Granted, three of them that I'm seeing are just duplicates of African elephants, but there's African bush elephants, African forest elephants, which oh. I didn't really realize that there are forests in it. Like, when I think of Africa, I think of more like the Sahara. Yeah, which, which is, is a large portion of Africa, but there's yeah. a lot of Africa. Yeah, that's fair. Jungle. I can see jungle in Africa, but forest. It's kind of like stereotyping Oregon as... Uh, like rainy when that's not the when whole like state. yeah i was gonna say when you have like eastern oregon which is basically idaho yeah which is basically desert the old west yeah but yeah anyway oregon is actually one of the few one of the only states that has what is it called it, it has three climates it has yeah. three different climates or whatever in it's in different areas of it like we have coast we have the coastal like there's the valley area the like the forest mm-hmm. and then there we have the desert yeah so it's i think it's us washington i think has it as well i'm I, i'm forgetting oh look on my uh on my google wow words today mm-hmm. <clears throat> on my google suggested thing it popped up a critical role thing 
Oh, is it the announces the... all the guest stars? Yeah, that was the other cool thing that I that actually came out today, which is a January twenty. Tennant is they announced Freaking his critical role man. announced all of the or I don't know if it's all, but David a lot Tennant is my favorite British person. The other cast for the show, mm-hmm. which is pretty exciting. It's mm-hmm. a good cast. It's a phenomenal cast so far that I've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got everybody from. The original cat. <laughs> the original cat. To Gina Torres. Yep. To Logic. To yeah, I'm not, Carrie I got, Payton. I got mixed emotions on that one. To David but, Tennant. Yeah. So. Which, David Tennant does my favorite Scottish accent. Mm-hmm. In, like, he, he played in um <clears throat> he voiced in one of the in the tv show that they that came out after well i guess he technically would have voiced in the movie too of how to train your dragon mm-hmm. and he did a like a scottish voice for one of the vikings like the side character vikings and stuff it was so funny um and of course he's my favorite doctor who which we talked i think we talked about that we did talk about doctor who recently on the podcast recently. which is funny that we break we brought that up and i talked about how i like david Tennant so much and then the next week critical role this happens so many times where we do something we talk about something and then critical role the very next week does something that's related to what we talked about yeah i think that they're like stalking us mm-hmm, for yeah. sure i think that they definitely like it's not that you know it's just pure coincidence it i think it's definitely stalking yeah yeah definitely we should look into that no we won't (laughs) but yeah so uh anyway so that's pretty exciting about this month is i've been putting a lot of work into the recap we did a lot Mm -hmm. of work filming and i've put a large portion of time into now editing Mm -hmm. and i will continue to put a large portion of time into editing as we go through the month yeah Um, well and i wish i wish we would have known like I wish I didn't I didn't even think about like cutting the audio which each of our takes for the intros. I don't know why I didn't even think about that. There was a couple things um and same thing for well, I think it actually worked out cuz like in post I'm still not sure if cutting between takes or like between clips for me. Mm. I mean we did cut on audio and yeah. um thing which is helpful but I I do have to sync up every clip instead of one clip and then cut that clip down. Yeah. And so I don't Would know... it just be easier to do a live, just run it both? Like do I, it one might large be. take? It kind of depends. So I think it actually work, is working out for what this project is. Right. In the future, we might do it, do it differently because sure. we did all of your guys' stuff in one take. And so then as I'm cutting that and piecing it in between my clips that I've synced up, it's actually working pretty well. Mm, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, so far, it hasn't been a nuisance or an issue. So I think we kind of got it. But mm. we'll see as I continue to work on it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I start swearing at myself about, you should have done it this way. But yeah. Anyway. But we will learn yeah. and adapt. So um, I'm trying, now I'm like blanking on like when the last time we recorded the podcast was. Two weeks ago. So, two weeks ago, I had not started school. Mm-hmm. So... If you were going to start it the next Yes. Week. So, uh, I started school. I'm... This is... I mean, this is Thursday. So, I'm almost done with the second week of the semester. My final semester. The last semester before I am done with school forever. Unless... For some reason, I decide that I want to go back to school, which is going to be not for many, many years at least. But anyway, so I'm back at school. Uh, I My class schedule is not conducive for, or it, it it's not compatible with my old sleep schedule. So I've been working on redoing my sleep schedule, Yeah. Um, which for the first week went really, really well. And for this week went really, really poorly. Um, I think because last week I didn't actually have homework assignments and this week I did have homework assignments. And so like, I was like, okay, I I can handle this. And then they were like, and then I was like, oh no, now I need to add a bunch more hours of work. Uh, (laughs) where does that out? Where do those fit? And so I got, I, this week I've gone to bed a lot later than I wanted to. And that has resulted in 
me being like I am right now, which is very tired. And so anyway, trying to get back into the swing of things. Actually, before, right before I was, or we started recording, I was working on writing out my, because I, I try to write out like a kind of a schedule and kind of block out my time and put in time for D&D prep and homework and working out and all of those things. And so, but until the, like, I'm actually in it, mm-hmm. it's all theoretical. And so, like, I put together something before the beginning of the semester. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if Miriam's laughing at me or... No. Oh, she's laughing at David Tennant. Um, oh, what? They released, like, a video and everything? Yeah, today. 13 what? David Tennant's just hilarious. Uh, he I really know. is. He's, like, my favorite British person ever. Anyway, in the other room, Miriam is watching the... Uh, Legend of the cast of Vox Mark oh, in a video that Critical Role shit. just released today. I'm gonna definitely watch that before I go to bed. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Um, it introduces a lot of the cast members and thank goodness, like talks about because I'll be a hundred percent honest. I did. I don't know why that played. Um, the I I've. I always smile and nod whenever you go. Oh, it has this person in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not everybody. I'm going to put this as nice as I can. Not anybody remembers random names. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a Miriam and I trait. We, yeah. We remember, which Miriam the other day met, like mentioned, she's like, I don't I don't use names anymore because no one ever knows them. That um, doesn't stop you. It doesn't stop me. Nope. And and I told her, I said, don't let that stop you. I I actually try to remember people's names. So. Yeah. Um, so, the, and there was a couple, there was also a couple names that I recognized, but I was like, I don't know. Until so, I actually went through and googled like all of the cast people, and was like, "What do I know them from?" It's so like, cause like Gina Torres is in it, and I'm like, that name sounds really familiar, but I don't know what she's from. I I know her from uh, Serenity, um, mm. which we've watched, so you will you will recognize her in the video. Serenity, Ser- Serenity, the movie oh. spinoff of Firefly. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and there's there's a bunch of people that, and we were actually talking about this before you went, you left for volleyball or whatever. Like, there's a bunch of people that are familiar from different projects and stuff that names, name doesn't necessarily mean anything. But anyway, I'm, I'm really excited. Like, now that yeah. they've, like, I was pretty excited about... The Legend of Vox Machina. But, like, now that I've seen the cast, I'm like, okay, well, let's go. And I remember them when they when they originally started talking about the idea. They were talking a lot about, we can't have Matthew voice all the NPCs. Yeah. And so they're like, and they're talking about how they're going to cast this. And I originally was like, man, I don't know how I feel about that. That just, like, it doesn't seem like it's going to change too much. And then it's like, well, hang on. It's going to be a legit production yeah. from a from with a budget. Yeah. Of it's not millions like the of dollars where Matthew does voice, voice everybody. All the, all yeah. The and like, oh no, it's going to be so good. Like it's and a it's real like, thing. It's mm, big. I mean, mm, their budget, I mean, mm. the amount of money that they raise like gives them a good oh, starting for point sure. for an amazing production. And then you have Amazon picking it up and yeah. going not only that, we'll give you a season 2 then gives the show traction mm-hmm. before it's even started so that they can build from the ground up knowing that you know you're going to get yeah. this amount of work like well, and, it, it's a and, job and one of the things that uh, David Tennant actually mentions in the, in the video is he's like this is how all TV shows should start like yeah. they start as a story in some in a front room and then they get traction and backing and then people push for it to be made yes like and i would argue that Probably the this is one of the biggest things that biggest TV shows, animated or otherwise, that has been backed so heavily and pushed for so hard by the by a community of people. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I'm gonna be bold enough to make that a claim because Or I, at least something new. Yeah. Like, like because there's been like there's been spin-offs and movies and stuff that have been really pushed before by the fans, but to have like the project I mean like it, it's based off of something, but yeah. To have the original portion of the project be so funded by the community. Yeah, and here here's the thing, because here's what's interesting about it, is you can be a fan of Critical Role. Like, I mean, I don't know if you consider yourself a fan, but like 
uh, yeah. Spencer or you know whoever of like who you you're a fan and you've seen like you watch their stuff, but you can be a fan and not know the or like not know the Briarwood arc, right? Yeah. Like you've never seen Campaign One. Like I'm familiar with and uh, with Critical Role, so what, but I'm not familiar with the Campaign One. I know a lot of get, details and stuff, and but I don't know enough. So this is all going to be new to me. Exactly, which is crazy because. I actually went back and watched the whole season one while, or the whole campaign one while watching campaign two when I was like, I caught up on campaign two and it was coming out weekly. I was yeah. like, I really, okay, fine, I'll go back and watch their first season. Caught up on their, watched their entire first season and all the talks machinas and all that. Um, I'm so behind on campaign and three. And like, on campaign three? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm almost, I'm, I'm about to throw in the towel and say, I will watch it this summer once I'm out of school. <laughs> because between the campaigns and stuff, like, between everything that I have on my plate, watching four or five hours of Critical Role every week is yeah. just not in the cards, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If um, I want to sleep. <laughs> it's true. Um, and now I'm, like, at least... I will say, I will say, the crit- campaign three, it took a while for them to, like, kind of get into stride, which, I mean... You can say it about every new campaign. Yeah. Um, but I, now, where, where they're at now in the campaign, like, I mean, you got Travis is back at the table, and it's like mm-hmm. everything, now everything's vibing and everything's come together. Yeah. Uh, and, and, they're, and they're moving forward, and it's, it's you know, now I'm, I'm really enjoying it. You know, the first couple, I was like, ah, oh, this feels like a slug. Like, you gotta, like, work through it. But now it's like, oh, okay. Now it's, you know... Start the session, end the session on a little bit of a cliffhanger type of a vibe. Uh, each each you yeah. know time, kind of um, catching the strike. <clears throat> which, yeah, which I feel like it, every every D and D project or campaign has that setup period, and I yeah. think and I think it depends on how you like go. I mean, for our campaign, I would say our setup period was thirty sessions. Thirty sessions, like. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of ways, like not that uh, not that it's not good and it's not yeah. like important, but in order to really catch your stride, you I, have to get to a certain point. I will say, it is amazing what a fourth player will do to a campaign. Really, it is yeah. amazing because, like, and and I mean, I enjoyed playing Justin's campaign, you know, with just the three of us players, and but there is something about. Having a fourth. Having that fourth person to bounce off I of. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. And with Spencer being added to the table, it's just also, I mean, it's Spencer. Like, come I think, on. But. I think it was a combo of having a, a fourth person mm-hmm. to round out the party in combination with Spencer. Like, the energy mm-hmm. that Spencer, which I feel like we've talked about before. The energy yeah. that Spencer brings oh, yeah. to the table is very different from everyone else's. And it complements really well. Yeah. Because I would say every single one of us bring a different flair and expertise and knowledge and view of the campaign and the project when we when we come to it. And so, oh for sure, um, bringing if for some reason bringing in, and I think it's just the fact that Spencer is such a flavor character oriented person, and that's mm. amazing, and it. I think it does a lot to counteract the, oh. <laughs> the, the deep, <laughs> the deep moments. Oh, like, for sure. Like I think, the, I think, and like since oh. we've entered, since Spencer has joined the campaign, it's brought out the comedy aspects of the other three characters a little bit more, and just the table. I think has, yes. the energy has changed overall. Yeah, and and I'm I I think it was a really good thing because I think. Dynamic wise, it's made it a much more balanced, mm-hmm. balanced table to watch and listen um, and to tell story. Yeah, what I will say is I have no idea how Critical Role can get as much as they do done with eight it. people on their panel. It is amazing, and I will find myself. And here's the only re- you know what it is. This is the only reason that they can do it. Because they are professional actors. Mm-hmm. And so they have no problem sitting in character, saying nothing. Yeah. For possibly up to 20 minutes. Yeah. 
because there will be times where I'm like listening to the, the, the session and I will be like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard Taliesin say anything. Yeah. In like Especially with a long when time. he was playing Caduceus. Yeah. Like Caduceus, Caduceus would go like whole sections very... with like three lines, I felt yeah, like. Yeah, like... he was very he was very, you know, soft spoken and hardly spoken in, in some areas. And I think which and, allowed for, and they they also have a do a good job of of having a face, having a face of the of the group of the campaign, and I would say, like Ford and Jester were faces of the campaign too, mm-hmm. along with Caleb. Caleb was carried a little carried a lot of that too. I think I think it depended on what they were doing. Like yeah, they they had someone who kind of took the lead, but I think. And one of the things that I, I've said many, many times, and I will continue to say again and again, is the difference between Bertrand Bell, a table like campaign or critical role versus any normal D and D table that Dimension I have, twenty that yeah. I have been a part oh, of. Yeah, okay. Um, is that critical role can pull off having seven or eight players at the table? Yes, because there's a unspoke there's some unspoken rules about conduct Mm -hmm. and how like if you if you watch critical role you notice their tangents are very quick usually oh for sure like they they have their tangent and they bring it back real quick and and there's also i think the players have so much and not not saying that regular players don't but they have so much respect for each other and their space. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think they acknowledge that it's a film project. Like, it's being filmed and people are and watching. It's live broadcast. And it's That's live. the other thing that I think is very crucial to their thing is they're like, people are watching us now. Mm-hmm. And so, and you know, and, and there's, there's a huge respect that they have for that live stream aspect of it. Since day one, really. And honestly... I, I recently was like kind I kind of went back to campaign one just often I was like I'll, I'll watch like an episode here or there uh, and just listening back to it when they were on Geek and Sundry and talking about all that stuff like they had a huge respect for like they were like constantly asking I was like oh is this where we take a break or like and whatnot and they and they kept asking because at that point they weren't producing it themselves they had their, their own production yeah. thing that they were partnered with um, but yeah, I think I think the live the live aspect of the show is what would also I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. saying that across the board. I'm saying that I think that also attributes to their ability yeah. to because because I think it's it's been really interesting because every time and I say this every time out of the two instances in which I have gone from six to seven players at the table, so six players at the table for some reason move like somewhere between three like. Two, I don't think I've ever done something with two. I've done a one-on-one Dude, that would be crazy. But two-person, it's I think it's not enough dynamic. Not. Three is even cutting it close. I mean, it's four, five, or six. That that's the sweet spot. It's somewhere between four and six people. Mm-hmm. As soon as you add a seventh person to the table, You're done. It's derailed. Like it is chaos. It is derailed. Derailed. Like it. Mm-hmm. And and I say this because. Um, and I've done this, and I also will say I've done this with two different groups of people, and there were no, I, if I'm recalling correctly, it was seven different people each time. There was no like common person between the two tables. So it's it's not like one person is particularly. There's no common denominator. There's no common it. denominator. Yeah. It's just the it's, number of seven it's the people. Number. That's the only it's thing the in common between those. Um, and it's really interesting because it's not that people are like, I don't know, disrespectful or it just, it just starts to break down at that point. Like the focus and the attention like begins to flat, like derail a little bit, which I, which is why I think I like four, four or five, because then we have two on, two on one side and three on the other. And that's enough people to have that like we have a good balance at the table, but not so many people that people are getting distracted and having so many off conversations, which I think is a big thing is people talking over mm-hmm. other people. Well, um, yeah. And which is something that critical role does really well is that if people are, I just realized I was that turned on again. If people are trying to have a conversation, like people respect that and they'll either text the other people or they'll like whisper really quietly and you don't hear them at all. 
Well, yeah, and especially when they were doing their distance, like, table setups that they had. Yeah. Um, that also helped it. But, um, yeah, and I totally forgot what I was going to say. Dang it. Um, we're talking about seven people. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, you're talking about doing, like, two people. Oh, two person, yeah. So I was watching uh, One Shot Questers on YouTube, and he did a he did an ad for AI Dungeon. I don't know if you've heard, that, heard of that before. I think it's vaguely familiar. It basically, me. it allows a computer to run your D&D game, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so you could play D&D by yourself. <laughs> Yes, I think I've heard of this. And I was it, like, what? Frankly, that seems really disappointing. I was like, like, what? But I think, like, for me, D&D has always been and will always be a social game yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I think the concept of doing something one-on-one, like, is cool, but, like, it's not going to be, it. like, for me, it's going to be a completely different experience from being at a table with people and having conversations and talking with mm-hmm. them because that's just what it is. Um, but that's my perspective on that. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. And now that I'm like, so I have the regular campaign is four people and I'm starting my secondary once a month group, which is six people. And the six people, they as a group work really well together in that, Mm-hmm. is really interesting and and kind of talking about the start of campaign stuff is I'm really interested because all of them or very few of them are familiar with like role playing and so I'm I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see that as they begin to play a little bit more regularly and play their the same characters um to kind of see everyone kind of expand upon what they um, do and how that changes. Because because I would say, if I'm recalling, like almost everyone at the table has done acting in some way in a play or film project or something. So they're not, uh, the concept of acting is not unfamiliar to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the role playing part is very different because they all can play it. They all can play a role very well. Um, it's, but improvising a role is completely different. Um, it's a completely different ball game because you have to always, it's a completely it, you different have to, beast. it's a mindset, not a, mm-hmm. um, like a face mm-hmm. really. Um, so it'll be interesting. Um, and I think one of the things in preparation for that is they're all working on backstories, which is forcing them, I think, to think about the characters a little bit more instead of just being some stats on a page. Yeah. Um, is what is the story? Who is my character? What's the background? That kind of thing. And so mm. I'm really excited to see how that develops as we play over the next several months so yeah and that yeah with the way the way you gotta like approach the like a D session and and the way i think it was really fun and interesting with my family when we did our one shot over mm-hmm. the weekend was <laughs> seeing Sorry. from an out from from a different perspective, watching watching my family, how they tackled the the beast of, like, oh, this is like, I mean, to be fair, a lot of that session was run differently from a normal D and D session that I have run, um, mm-hmm. but it was really interesting to see how they interacted with the game. Um, yeah, and like, and that's why I always approach. For me, the the more time and energy that you put into creating the character will make it so much easier to play the character. And when I say play, I mean like not the play, like not the like not Stats. the hard paper. Yeah. The playing of the character, like being of the character. The the more the more thought and effort you put into the bare the, the bones, the foundation of the character, you understand how they that character thinks, how they act, what they feel. You then have then you really have to make less judgment calls 
when it comes to like oh what would my character do you know yeah um i think this last week was a which i won't mm -hmm. say anything because it's massive spoilers on many levels but the session that we played this week was very telling in that way because i think you guys have been playing i mean playing well for 30 sessions like really in character um mm -hmm. i would say at least 30 sessions um and the decisions and the interactions that happened in this week's session were incredible like they were like they were kind of they were iffy. if it was surreal like how real everything was in in the session because everyone was doing the characters to the best of what they dude i gotta find a way to use and, my inspiration die because i can't get any higher than a d12 <laughs> yeah and their perspective and whatnot and so it was just really interesting to see how all of the cards landed and it will be interesting to see how it goes forward um but once you click with the character, like it, um, it clicks. And I think one of the things that people, and one of the things that I've seen kind of at my table is I've seen a lot of, um, or I don't, sorry, at the table that I do on the off weeks when I'm not doing the Firewater campaign is I've seen a lot of loner characters um, that are in a group, not bonded as a group. Um, and so it's, it's kind of interesting because it's very easy to play a character that is like very either mysterious or disconnected from the world and that kind of thing mm -hmm. um, instead of like diving into the role play and that kind of thing. And, one of the things that, like, when we're doing one-shots is oftentimes role-play is kind of optional uh, mm -hmm. in, in some ways because you're not working on character and relationship development that's going to last for weeks and weeks and weeks right. of sessions. Um, right. It's, okay, this is maybe the one time that we're going to play this character or right. in some of the cases, like, we've been recurring a lot of characters, but, like... You come at it, you have I some... You almost spoiled something in Critical Role. <laughs> you, you, like, have some options, Woo! and <laughs> you have some options, you kind of do some role play, well, I guess and, then, not, you, yeah, and spoiler, then you but... and then you go into combat, and mm -hmm. then combat ends, and depending on what time it is, you either do a little bit of cleanup and sorting the items and loot and whatnot, and then maybe a little bit of role play, and then it's done, or combat ends and you're like cool here's like some loot real what quick. what my brother does and opens up a can of worms at the end of the session, which I'm like, dude... Yes, yes, you beat my deception check, but also I'm not necessarily lying. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was. It's it's really interesting. But to yeah, see. and like, and, like, and I think because, <clears throat> and I think that's one of the things that the six people that I'm going to be working with on this new campaign, which actually is starting next month, mm -hmm. um, is I think it's going to be a little bit interesting to see how they meld into the storytelling because it's going to be a little bit different because i'm going to be more storyline focused rather than ah. like here's our objectives which ah. is because like a one shot it's like you gather the it's information objective. it's all objective you, based you gather the information you do the searching you fight the monster you do the collecting like yeah it's a very straightforward format what? whereas <laughs> a campaign like you have your here's your role play here's you need to go find and interview people and and there's some of those same things but there's a lot more freedom yes and combat doesn't come as consistently and as regularly and and so well it, it depends on your campaign but yes. yeah and that that's a good point because like when you were t when you guys were starting out with just doing like one monthly one shots or whatever it was i was like that doesn't make sense. It just call it a campaign, like because. Yeah. But the problem, the thing about that was you were doing it with a bunch of different people every time. Yeah. So, it technically yes, they were all one shots, but, but now that it's more, you know, consistent, and I think where where, my original approach to, uh, what I call the fun time campaign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one which that is I've sometimes done. really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um the the fun time campaign. Uh, homebrew monstrosity uh is the where i think i originally like when i went the first couple sessions 
one, I was like, oh, shoot, how do you like, how do you DM on a regular basis? Like, oh, no, I've never had to do that. Because you've only, I've, before that, you'd only DM one shot, the one shot, one, one shot. Where the coolest thing I did was make a water drop sound twice perfectly. It's true. But that, that was, was it. And it only took what? It was an eight hour session that was like very long and I made it, <clears throat> I made half of it up on the spot. But. I still don't believe that. I am telling you. It was all made up. Anyway. So, and like the first couple sessions, I was very much like a, oh yeah, you guys are just going to go kill. It's going to be a grudge. It's going to be a grunge campaign. You guys are just going to kill stuff. Like every time we're just going to kill stuff. I then, think I messed that up. <laughs> then things got real, and I was like, oh, I see. So now what I've been doing is I've been, like, thinking about what goes on in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, what is, the, what is the world? What is the country? Like, what happens? What is happening in the country? What has happened? Yeah. Now that I got that kind of stuff running around in my head, it's like, oh, so now... I have like something, some something of like where you could go, where you could go with like story stuff, you know, and you know, your group is fairly connected on multiple, in multiple ways uh, that none of your group necessarily realizes. But, um, and so it's really interesting because now I'm like, oh, that's how you, I should I should have done this so much sooner. Like I should have, I should have flushed out this world a lot sooner, and yeah. I would have had a lot less headaches. Um, like one of the things I really got to do. Oh, like primary example. So uh, Spencer's character that we added or whatever, his his deity is the moon goddess, right? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to have a moon goddess when you world canonically doesn't have a moon. <laughs> Well, yeah. now we got a moon because I figured out how that would work. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, things like that. Which, and it kind of makes sense because basically how it works is the suns, you know, the suns, how the suns, the you have the west sun and the east sun. Yeah. And they rise on east, they go east-west, right? Mm-hmm. The moon is on a north-south rotation. Okay. So it's like, it it's like, it's like a, it's what I'm going to call a, a, um, a neutron orbit so it's like you have a you have a figure eight that it runs but it also has one of these going around it yeah it's freaking weird <laughs> yeah now and it, only works because it's magic yeah that's a, <laughs> it's really interesting because uh, like you have to think about that but then like for me which mm-hmm. this is this is not a like oh woe is me this is just a funny thing is i have is there not one but nine worlds to yes. keep track of all of those things. <laughs> yes. And so, like, which is why, like, some of those things when people are like, so, like, what's the, where's the moon or something? I'm like, I don't know. It's somewhere. There's a moon probably. Mm-hmm. Like, or, like, figuring out some things and, like, deciding that, e- I mean, each realm is different in its own right and that kind of thing. But, like, there are so many world building details and having read some extensive books on world building and the details that you can flesh out, like the most important thing was coming to the terms of not everything is going to have an answer, like from the Mm -hmm. get go. Like some of those things are things you're going to have to make as they become necessary. Um, Which is, I think something that I've kind of shifted up. My campaign is the mentality of I'm, working on what's necessary not on what i feel like i want to have done if that makes sense yeah and so and, I and think... so and so working on like okay this is kind of where they're going or like p- figuring out like ideas mm-hmm. and like just hoping you guys don't get into combat with something i don't have a stat block for yet like and and mm-hmm. going from there and working out the details as they become necessary like you guys haven't gone to varagon so i don't need to know or I don't really need to explain where the moon cycle is at the mm-hmm. moment in Varagon. So, mm-hmm. like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you guys go to Varagon, that might be important. And I may have to write out the calendar for that. So <laughs> I just remembered what I was going to look up. <clears throat> but. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's one of those things where I, D&D is my favorite thing. Like, because 
It can be as complex or as simple as you want it to be. It can be as combat-based, stat on the paper-based, or it can be really story-based and oh dear lord, that kind of thing. And so, um, yeah, okay. So, and I'm also just excited to continue with the projects, the D and D projects that I'm working on. And this summer we've got some cool or. Maybe not this summer, but whenever we decide to take a break from my campaign for a little bit, either because someone's gone or whatnot, there's some other oh, wait. things. But Bahama is part of the Forgotten Realms deity? Probably. What? I think so. I did not know that. So then Tiamat must be on this list. What? I don't see her. I was looking. I was trying to find it. Because that's the one thing I got to do as well is actually look at the Forgotten Realms pantheon. Yeah, I have it in a figure book. out figure out lore for that, like it's of how that's right of how that would fit into my campaign, and how, yeah. it, how it fits into my world. Because I also made up my own god, mm-hmm. if you will, which is fun. Yeah, deep lore, deep lore. Well, and and of course none of this like matters or it doesn't make it doesn't you know i'm not losing sleep over it by any means it's just one of those things is like i mean i kind of want it to make sense but also at the same point i could just be like mm, weird yeah you know like don't read into it cough cough uh <laughs> move on <laughs> yeah um or be like oh you just missed the dc and then josh's characters goes i'm gonna roll d4 and i'm like mm, you still missed it somehow wow <laughs> um <laughs> The stop trying to break the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> just playing the ranger the way it's meant to be. It's um, true. It's true. It's true. Which we, oh, I got a plan. What I gotta do for that too. Shoot. Yeah, there's just so much stuff going on. Yeah, I actually listened to the last session. That there recorded, are a so. lot. Like like one of the things that this is our mental health corner for the week. Mental um, health. Talking about boom, how boom, important boom, boom. it is to take care of yourself and check in with yourself. Um, and as you, if you know me outside of listening to this podcast, you, you even from the podcast, you know that I take on a lot and I have a lot going on. Projaholic. I am a projaholic. Um, I don't. Projaholic. We've, there's like nine different variations of that word that we've used on the podcast. <laughs> I think we've used projectaholic. Projectaholic. Projectaholic, I think it sounds cooler. Project alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a hybrid. I'm going to drink my beer. Hybrid alcoholic. That's not even a beer, dude. I know. Anyway, I don't even know what it is. Don't lie to these people. I don't know what it is. I don't It's good. I like it. So it's probably not beer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, uh, anyway, so one of the things that I've, when I... So, currently, I'm going to work, I'm working, I'm going to school, and I'm doing the D&D campaign. Yes. So, anything kind of beyond that is... I picked the most noisy freaking cup, dude. I did not realize this mistake. I think it's just the fact you have ice in it. Yes, but I didn't know that it would make this kind of a noise when you clink it. I don't even know how to respond to that because ice makes noise no matter what cup you right. put it in. But in a regular glass cup, like it's echoing because it's like a double layer. You see this oh. double layer? It's like it's echoing in the okay. cup. Versus on a glass, I it just makes that. a little bit of a noise. That I can't yeah. Well, see, now I notice it turned on. Anyway, um, so anything beyond work, school, D&D, regular campaign, and podcast is like... I need to be careful. And so when I agreed to do these extra one shots and stuff, like I was like, okay, I'm only going to do one a month. And so I'm going to be careful with that so that I'm not spending too much time on that and ignoring anything else and still staying, staying mentally healthy and taking care of myself and whatnot. And so when going into this semester on top of adding on this new campaign that starts next month, which is really just a different format for what I've already been doing. Um, I told myself, I said, you are not allowed to do any of this unless you're going to take care of yourself and you're going to change your life. So you need to be sleeping and you need to be going to the gym and you need to be eating right and you need to be taking care of yourself. Which I think is a healthy um, 
packed to me. Yeah, and so basically I told myself is, if you really, like, because I know myself, I'm like, I know you really want to do this, but, and you're allowed to do this, but as long as you're being honest with yourself and you know that you can. And so, which is one of the things that if it ever becomes too much of a... Too much, mm -hmm. I will have to say either I need to take a break for now or I need to take this month off or postpone or something like that and be honest with myself and so but I don't want to do that so Mm -hmm. I've over the last couple of weeks I have kind of forced myself to be more proactive in my thinking and so like I started making meals either taking like a half an hour in the evening to make meal like lunches for the next couple of days or like I did I made three sets of lunches in one day one day mm-hmm. or one night and like that was really good and making sure that I'm packing my stuff for school the night before and not in the morning and like I've been to the gym three times in the last ten days instead of like once in the last three months and like <laughs> <laughs> I True. started going to bed like at an unre un unnatural time for what my old sleep schedule was like now i'm like oh it's 11 it's time for bed (laughs) (laughs) as it took my body very little time to be like oh yeah you want to go to bed early okay like if it's after 11 you're pushing it like Mm -hmm. and so um changing all of that to fit the lifestyle so Anyway, take care of yourself. Be honest with yourself. If you're a projectaholic like me, make sure that you make a deal with yourself. Like, I will allow yourself, allow you to work really hard on these things and do all this extra stuff if you're taking care of yourself. So, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I also turned 22 this week, so that's fun. Um, It's been a whirlwind of a week. Um, for many reasons, but partially because I had my birthday, so I had extra stuff for that. Um, but, you know, I'm 22 now, so I'm so Woo! much more responsible. 22. And my life is together. Nothing so. changes for you as an adult, but, well, maybe your insurance might go down. Nope, that happens at 25, I think. I think that you're right. And you can't so. rent a car until you're 25 either. Yep. Or adopt a but child, I think. I think one of the things that I interestingly sure. heard is you can rent a U-Haul at 18. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So. Go to uh, Hawaii U-Haul. and rent a U-Haul for yeah. the weekend. Spend yeah. literal thousands on gas because, yikes. Yeah. But. You can do you it. You can turn the U-Haul into like, you can like hang a hammock in there. You can turn it into like you wouldn't have to rent a room just because park you just in a turn Walmart it, parking lot, and then you just do and what? Have, do it's Hawaii. Hawaii. It's not gonna get any. It's not gonna get like super cold at night. It's yeah. freaking humid as all get out. You get a fan going in there or something. Shut you yourself in a tin box and hope everything works out. Exactly. Anyway, so for my birthday, I got some pretty cool gifts, bro. All I'm saying right now. There will be an influencer on YouTube and or TikTok who will do that. I guarantee it. They're if gonna, it's not already done. They're going to buy a U-Haul rig. Like, they're going to buy, like, an old one. And they're going to retrofit it already because of all the stuff that's... I, I think that that's what we're going to go. I'm sure it's already happened. You heard it here first, folks, though. You know, my idea yeah. first. So, uh, for my birthday, I got some pretty cool things. One is this... There is a three-shelf desk is that where that came from cupboard thing i got this for my birthday um that is next to me at my desk another thing that would block you into your corner yeah i would almost put it over there so you could like wheel over to it but still have like because then when you go to access your minis so which you already have to step around but technically there is enough room for me to get to the minis oh is there okay yeah I, so like right now, the, the way the way that I'm scooted into the desk, there isn't because mm-hmm. the handle is in the way. But like, yes. if I actually back up, there's there's it works. Mm. Um, so anyway, good, so that was good. that was one of my gifts. Um, I also want, what else did I get? I don't think that that was it. Oh, I got some clothes. Oh, 
I am wearing, actually, so I bought myself some things because, you know, that's me. So I got myself sweatpants. Sick. I also Soccer got. Soccer style? Yeah. I also yeah. got sweatpants identical almost. Uh, so I bought, these are the ones that I bought. The ones that uh, my grandma and grandpa got me uh, just like a back black pair of the exact same style of sweatpants. So glad I love them because now I have two and they're so comfortable. Ugh. Anyway, I've, I've been needing sweatpants sweatpants for so long. Well, when you usually just wear a blanket as clothing. Yeah. But to go outside, like... <clears throat> oh, yeah. All no, of my no. jeans are starting to not fit, which is why I'm going to the gym again, anyway. Um, I mean, yeah. So when I'm hanging around the house... Your jeans... You will grow out of your jeans eventually, Josh. I mean, can guarantee... I can almost guarantee it. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. It's called having a... It's called dad bod. <laughs> well, I'm not a dad yet, so... <laughs> No, but I'm saying, don't be like, hold it on. I don't know. I, I'm, maybe it's just me. It's coming, possible. As a, me, as a it's chubby possible. kid, as a chubby kid, coming from that, I have never put much emphasis on clothing fitting me, quote, quote unquote. I just wear it's comfortable, and if it's comfortable, it fits, so. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, Which works I think, until I think you part of it is, is me knowing that I, like, because of my body type, like, if I do, if I, if I set my goals and my motivation right, I can get to a point where mm-hmm. I will be and look healthier than I am currently. But mm. in the meantime, I'm going to wear sweatpants in, on my half time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's nothing wrong with that. You yeah. can you can do push-ups in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. But um, so I got that. I also got like a Henley, which is what I usually wear to work. Um, they're like the, they're like the long sleeve. Um, this one is like a greenish color, actually kind of similar to one of the shirt I'm wearing right now. But it's long sleeve. I have a black one and a, and another black one and a blue one. Um, oh, so it's a shirt. Yeah. Okay. I thought for some reason it was like a coat or something. I don't know. No. Um, what else did I get? Ooh, so I bought so I bought myself a couple of things. So one of the things which I that's one of the gifts of being an adult. You, uh-huh. you get to buy yourself. Is you buy yourself things because mm-hmm. it's your money. So mm-hmm. I bought myself this, which is an ASMR tool. It's a. Oh, is that an effects ring? It is an effects. It's it's a disc. It has it's cones, got everything, cones, there. cubes, and radiuses. Oh my gosh! Look at that. Yeah. All Super exciting. For D and D, so cool. I have that now. Um, it goes out to thirty feet. What the heck um, would you need that for, Josh? You planning on doing something with? Well, yeah. The <laughs> the main reason I got it is because I know we do cones wrong. Do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never cast cone stuff. So, anyway. Um, and I'm trying to think what else. I, for my birthday, we had hamburgers and uh, strawberry rhubarb pie, which was delicious. Oh, yeah, she bought it. Oh, my God. But, sorry. Anyway. Yeah, so that was that was an adventure. And my actual birthday was super fun because I got to do school for six hours like where I was in class for six hours and then kind of hung out and threw some stuff together for D&D and then we did the most intense D&D session that we've had like in a while in a while if not ever um and then I went to bed name name your intense then define intense yeah you left your light on so I shut it off oh yeah I didn't I just fell asleep I didn't go to bed I could tell I, I had pants the on. the door was... Yeah, you were fully clothed laying on top of your bed. Well, was I fully clothed? I think I got to the point where I took my shirt off and then not was lying I, on the bed. I, I think tell. I had... I think I had a... Like, I pulled a blanket over me. Like, that I was took, before I came along. Then I think because... I took... I took my shirt off and then put a blanket over me, kind of, as I was, like, doing some stuff on my phone. And I was like, I need to get up and go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. 
and then just kaboom out. Yeah, because like I walked by, or I walked once. Me and Justin and Spencer were done playing Apex. I like walked out of my uh, room, and I now saw your light was on, and I like looked in there. Did you turn my light off? Yes. Thank you. Because it was crack. Your door was cracked, and I well, because I didn't want to pay utilities, so I was like, yeah. shut that off. I don't crack my door ever. Like yeah, which is why I was confused. I was if like, my door, if my door is cracked, it means I didn't. I'm not where I planned to be. <laughs> so I, like I, I could, I could see you like fully asleep because I like I was like, I, I was like, are you done with the light? Like that's kind of how I said it. I wasn't. Yeah. I was like, he's fully asleep, but I'm like. Yeah, cool. So then I like pushed your door open a little bit more, shut off the light, and then like kind of closed it a little bit more. I was gonna say because when I woke up the next morning, I was like, "Wow, I'm still wearing pants," and also my door is just slightly open. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't get up and brush my teeth before I went to bed. Nope, I just fell asleep. And then, um, yep, I actually so that was Tuesday was my birthday technically, and then um, so oh, Wednesday was on your birthday. That's yeah. Right. So Wednesday, oh, Wednesday man. morning, I, I'm going to be really honest, I slept in. Oh, for sure. And rested. Mm-hmm. And had, because on my birthday, I had to wake up at 5.30 and get ready yeah. and leave my house. Like, that's not, like, I left my house and it was still dark outside. Like, that is not something I would choose to do on my birthday. And so the day yeah. after my birthday was kind of what I really celebrated as my birthday. Wow, and I, sorry about that. I yawned right into the mic. <clears throat> and I, I got up and had like pizza and pie for breakfast and ice cream. It was actually more of a brunch by the time that I got out of bed. And then I like showered and put my stuff together and went to work. <laughs> but... It was also kind of funny because in the accounting program at college, uh, there are three of us that have birthdays in January, at least. One day apart. And it's the 17th, 18th, and 19th of January um, mm-hmm. are our birthdays. And it was funny because we all kind of, I think the people who had the birthdays kind of knew that the other people also had birthdays that were really close. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I was actually in class. Like, I didn't mention. Because I'm, I'm like... Like, I really appreciate when someone's like, hey, happy birthday. But I don't go around, like, being like, it's my birthday. Yep. Like, even, like, when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to, like, Dutch Brothers and get that. my free drink. I don't like being like, hey, Yo. it's my birthday. Yeah. Like, um, Do you have an app with them? No. Oh, dude. Get the app. Like, game changer. Like, holy cow. Because they're not doing, you know, they're not doing, like, the stamp card things anymore, like, yeah. in the olden days. Anyway. The olden days. So, like... I don't do I don't go to Dutch Bros or anything that often, so I didn't go on my birthday. And then, like, kid you not, we're talking like it's like November, December time, mm-hmm. like months after my birthday. I go and I I show I scan them I scan the my app thingy because there's a little QR code and I scan it in and they're like, oh, you have a birthday drink here. Do you want to use that? And I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And I was like you guys would do that i mean I, I it was like two months ago and they're like oh no it's fine it's like on your account you can see it. Huh. And i'm like super cool dude so now even if you miss your birthday you huh. can still get one as long as you're signed in like on your account which is super dope because for the longest time you know it's like oh it's my birthday oh yeah can i see id yeah. it's like i'm tw- i'm 21 though <laughs> no like it's alcoholic yeah yeah no um so it was, it was kind of funny because um I, what was I saying before we tangented a little bit? Anyway, mm-hmm. talking about... Your ber- 22, uh, oh, so there's birthday. three of us with Sleep birthdays. Yeah. And so, like, I was in one of my classes, and the other guy who was, had the birthday on January 19th goes, Hey, happy birthday. And I was like, it kind of caught me on guard, because I was like, what? somebody knows my birthday? Like, because... Who are you? Because I'm not... It's not that I'm not close with people at college. I just don't like I I don't advertise when my birthday is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I I mean I have some suspicions on how he figured it out, but um, he's an accountant. He's good with math. Yeah. Well, it's also like I I remember people who have birthdays like close I, to yours. I knew that he had a birthday the day after mine because January nineteenth. I was like, wow, that's really close to my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm really better remembering people's birthdays. Yeah, I get. And so, so I was like, confused. I was like, I was kind of like caught off guard. And I was like, oh, thanks. And I was like, 
your birthday is tomorrow, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, are you turning 22? And he's like, yeah. And I'll I'm catch like, you tomorrow. And and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm one day earlier than you. Or like older. one day older than you. And he's like, yep. And I was like, wow. I'm going to re- hold that over you didn't forever. Didn't realize that. <laughs> like, um, I was I was kind of I was kind of disappointed because the guy who was the birthday on January seventeenth turned twenty one, not twenty two. Oh, it would have been really cool to be like twenty two, three days in a row. But you have people that are exactly one day apart. Like, yeah, literally in the same room, same year. Yeah, can you imagine? Well, it's no. also kind of funny because well, think about that, Josh. You were all born one day apart. Yeah. Like, if you had three of those in a row, like, what? In the same room? Like, how crazy? On like, the sa- like, in the same, first of all, same city area. The fact yeah. that you guys would, you know, same state, whatever, same country, whatever. Obviously, well, there's, we ended there's up there. millions of people. But the point is, yeah, same thing. And you find the way to the same room. Yeah. Well, that's the you thing. would have to get to know those people. That's the thing is that like the guy who has a birthday after me and is one day younger than me, mm-hmm. he's actually from near where I like. He's actually from the local area. Like nice. he's not a from like Washington or yeah. anything like that. Because don't so, get me wrong, people get are born on the same day. It happens every year, but you know, once or twice a year. But mm-hmm. um, every and, year, no, all the babies are born on the same day every year, Josh. Yeah. So, um, like, it was kind of, like, funny to be like, oh, my gosh, like, we were born a day apart, mm-hmm. like, in kind of the same area, um, led very different lives to get here, and yet we're still in the same accounting like, program if your mom, same college. If your mom's labor would have been any longer, you would have been born on the same day. Yeah. Or vice versa, if, depending on when his mom went into labor. Yeah. If it had been sooner. It's yeah. It's funny. It was, it was kind of weird. But, and then it was funny because, like, we were talking about, oh, yeah, we have birthdays. And then, like, one of the girls sitting in mm-hmm. front of us, because we were actually all early to class, I think. Yeah, we were early to class. So we, were just kind of, we were just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Because we all had the same class beforehand, and that kind of, kind of got out a little early. So we were all just kind of hanging out and talking. And one of the girls in front of us, like, turns around, and she's like, wait, you all have birthdays? How did we not know this? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we don't really advertise our birthdays. Wait, you guys were born at one point? No. <laughs> I know that's not what she but, meant, but that would yeah. be so, that's the video thing I would jump on. It's like, I mean, yeah, I'm here. Of course I have a birthday. It was so funny. What, and then, then one of the, because <clears throat> uh, we were talking about I was like, oh, yeah, I'm turning 22. We were outside about like, yeah, turn 22. or 22. Turning, turning 22. And one of the girls, she goes, oh, yeah, I'm turning 22 this this year. And she's like, I mean, like, a lot later this year. Like, I just had my birthday a couple months ago, but... <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's nine months away. Yeah. Dude, we give my sister so much crap. We... I mean, not really. Not intentionally, but there was this really funny joke that she made. She had just turned... She had just turned 20. Like, it, like, was her birthday, I want to say. She had just turned 20. And, like... We all took it the wrong, like we misunderstood what she was trying to say, but she basically just looked at everybody in a very serious tone and was like, I'm almost 21. And I was like, you literally just turned 20. You have a whole year. Like you're nowhere close to almost anything, okay? Yeah. But like what she meant was she's only a year away, which yeah. like made sense. But the mm-hmm. way she said it, all of my family, we just start laughing. And she's like, she got so mad. She got so offended. And like, like right away, like it was like, I'm offended. And I'm like, no, that's not what we mean. We just thought it was funny. The point is, and so now that's a really, that's like an inside joke. And she made the joke again uh, on Christmas. She's like, guys, I'm almost 25. (laughs) And (laughs) it was like, Emily, although this time it's actually, she is really close to 25 actually. Um, She's only five months. No, shoot. She was born in, uh oh, May. Nope, nope. She was born in March. As mentioned beforehand, Jacob's really bad. March? No, she was born in March. I know that because my brother was born in May. And for some reason, my parents couldn't figure out how to time it to where the oldest, middle, and youngest would have their birthdays in that order. Nope, they had to mess it up. So for the longest time, 
it was very confusing on who was older because Emily was taller than my brother at one point. <laughs> and, but, and she would have her birthday first. And so my dumb little young brain was like, oh, she's older. Nope, she's literally two years younger. But just because she has her birthday first doesn't make her older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Do you ever think about, like, the fact that you will always... Like, I would 100% try to time that, by the way. If you're going to have kids, I would try yeah. to make sure that they were in order hmm. of the oldest to youngest. Interesting. Yeah, I would... I, I just think it's interesting, like... Like, to the point where I would never want to have a kid anytime after November. Like, I'm not going to have any kids towards the end well, of the also, year. Also, why would you want to give a kid a birthday in December? Like, I know. I know at least five people who have a birthday in November. One of them is on Christmas Day. Like, that's got to suck. Yeah. Like, to get sweeped under the rug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like January because it means that... Also... I give one... I make one gift list. I give it to people. Yeah. They get me stuff for Christmas. And then I go, okay, I got three weeks. Then we do my birthday. I yeah. get some other stuff maybe yeah. from that list. And then I go, yeah. okay, how much money do I have? How many of these things do I do I want? <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, yeah, how how sucky they they get birthday or Christmas gifts at yeah. the same time. They don't get both. It's like... That's not fair. Yeah. And anyway. It's not their fault either, which is crazy. Yeah. It's not their fault. Do you ever think about the fact like... You were, First of all, it's not the kid's fault that they were born then. Right. Like, can we, like, understand that? It's yeah. like, no. dang, dude, it's, that sucks for you. You had no control over that. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, oh, no. Like, do, you ever, do you ever think about, maybe, maybe this is just me, but do you ever think about, like... Probably. I will always be the oldest of my siblings. Like, that will never change. I will always be the oldest. Hmm? It's just interesting. You will always be the old. Yeah, because you were yeah. born first. It's just how time works. Yes. But it's just interesting I was to think like, about. What? It's just for me, which is why I'm saying it's probably just me, but it's just interesting. It's 100% also, just I've, you. I've had some alcohol. Anyway, the yeah. point is. Yeah. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Miriam was like, so Miriam and I were texting about, or I sent her the legend. The Legend of Vox Machina latest announcement on Instagram about uh, several of the cast members in it. And I, like, then I texted the names of specific people. And I was like, we know these people. Um, But one of them, one of the people that I threw in there was Logic. And (laughs) when she got home, she was like, the rapper? Yeah, well, it is. I know, but, like... But that's not what she thought. She was like, logical? Like, what? How does this... They they cast logic, the concept. Yeah. When she got home, she's like, I kind of thought you were, like, drunk texting me or something. (laughs) And I'm like, Miriam, I sent those texts at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And she goes, I mean, with the way that some of your days go, like, I wouldn't put it past you. And I'm like, Miriam. Miriam, that's not funny. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's also true. Yeah, she's not listening. It's actually... I, I. I will say I don't drink that early in the day, because as it's, soon as soon as I take a drink, you're I, done. I'm done for the <laughs> it's day. It's like nope. In done. a lot of ways, I'm done. One, I don't take chances. So if I drink, I'm not driving anywhere for the rest of the day. Right. And in a lot of ways, uh, depending on how much I drink, might result in my a lack of English for the rest of the day. <laughs> but mm. anyway. So far, we're back to regular podcast recording for now. So, expect episodes because currently I don't have pl- we don't have any upcoming big plans that will get in the way. So we should have regular episodes for the next couple of months or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't have anything else to talk to talk about. Talk to. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's it's time to be done. It's starting. I think we should stop talking now.